Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Broadcast Podcast. How are you, Kim? Wow. Not anywhere near <laughs> as, as upbeat as you, but I'll try. <laughs> That's because I'm very excited about our guests that we have on. But before that, yes. um, I just want to you know get through some of our notes here. So we just want to thank everyone for listening and tuning into the broadcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Broadcast PGH and find us on Facebook at the Broadcast underscore PGH. And uh, we're also on Instagram at the Broadcast underscore PGH. And Last but not least, of course, you can go and check us out on our website, broadcast-podcast.com. And our website is the same as that. So if you'd like to support our show, you can also visit our Patreon page. Did I say that right or is it Patreon? Patreon. because It is Patreon. Patreon. Because they're patrons, so they're tomato, tomato. (laughs) If you just want to help us, just help (laughs) us, guys. (laughs) And you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. But uh, to sponsor the show, you can definitely drop us a line at broadcastpgh at gmail. And we also want to thank a few of our patrons that we've had help us out. Uh, Teresa Kaufman and Jamie Earle, thank you so much. And as that list keeps growing, and we hope that it will, we'll continue to you know, rattle everybody's name off until yeah. it gets too long. And that's my big hope. Yes. And the, the <laughs> opening of the show will basically just be, just be a, a list, list of amazing of people who want to help us. Yeah. So, so today's guest, she's a big deal. I mean, she's a hot commodity right now in Pittsburgh. Everyone's talking about her in the restaurant. It's Raji Sankar. She's co-founder of Wholesome International, and she just opened Chula, a, a fast casual Indian restaurant in the East End. Oh, like, I first of all, so excited for that. Excited we for need that. A, we need a clap track yes, again. Yes, we do. Applause track. Yes. yes. Because, yes, I think fast casual Indian, I don't know that a lot of people, you automatically think of Indian food as being, you know, you can take it out like it's a quick to go. It's kind of a sit down or something, mm-hmm. usually a buffet. So tell me, tell us a little bit about why that concept is working or why you decided that concept would work and a little bit about Wholesome International. So, so go. Tell us everything. <laughs> awesome. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Thanks. We're so happy to have and you. And you ladies are amazing. Oh, uh, so I want to let you know that I appreciate that. And oh, you're so you. much fun, uh, first <laughs> of all. Um, well, uh, fast casual is a genre that started emerging probably about in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you saw Panera Bread emerging. Yeah, I was say, like and you Chipotle. saw Chipotle, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then there is uh, Mediterranean concepts. Um, and so Indian is just another ethnic, um, that was uh, food that was supposed to happen in the fast casual space. Mm-hmm. It was going to co- have its own time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, our mission basically is uh, to uh, create joyful experiences uh, through wholesome ingredients, craveable flavors, and uh, at everyday prices. Uh, in a fun and hip environment. Mm-hmm. That's really, if you think about it, it's fast casual meeting Indian as the format. Nice. And so uh, Wholesome International, tell us a little bit about that organization, how you came to that, because um, it's a really interesting backstory of how that came to be. Tell us a little bit about how that well, how that came together. So um, my co-founder, uh, Randir Sethi, and I, we both come from the tech background. So we have um, multiple industries, mostly through tech, uh, as our background. And we have done startups in the tech and media fields. Mm-hmm. And uh, one fine day, we decided that uh, we wanted to do something in food. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have a PhD in eating. You know? so <laughs> <laughs> that definitely I, I naturally lend ourselves, PhD. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, in 2003, we actually wrote a business plan. Uh, for an Indian fast casual. Fast casual was just emerging. Um, as we mentioned, Chipotle and Panera. And uh, uh, we figured it would be great to have an Indian fast casual uh, where people could go eat every day mm-hmm. uh, and not break their wallet and enjoy food that is good for their bodies. Uh, so we wrote, wrote a business plan, looked around. Timing was very wrong. Uh, and why the, was that? Was it economically the, wrong? Or? No, people weren't ready okay. uh, for yeah. Indian food on a mass uh, level. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Today, you look at Whole Foods and you look at the shelf space that is there for Indian food and Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, you look at even Target, uh, it's very different from how it was in 2003. Uh, So, and we were in Midwest, Uh, we were not in LA or New York, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To, um, you know, have that level of following that you would need uh, to create uh, something, a new genre, if you will. So we uh, ended up... uh, actually uh, saving the business plan on a shelf and uh, went into franchising, uh, which was very smart because we did not know much about the restaurant world at the time, right? And um, it was great. Uh, We actually franchised two concepts. Uh, One, um, which was an Asian fusion concept. Uh, That franchise didn't go anywhere. Uh, So we learned a lot uh, through that whole process. Because we learned as much from the, uh, unfortunately, from the businesses that fail or the businesses that don't succeed as sometimes you should do from the ones that do, right? That Absolutely. You're getting your PhD in business management. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right. School Absolutely. hard knocks, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the second one, the one that we bet on uh, has turned into a dramatic success, uh, which is Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Oh, wow. Uh, so we are franchisees. We've been franchisees uh, from when the franchise was very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had seven open stores at the time when we got into the system. What made you decide to bet on them? Uh, we loved uh, what they stood for. Mm. Um, the values, uh, the quality of the food, the passion of the founders, um, the, uh, in every detail mm. was important. And there was no compromise, mm-hmm. zero compromise. And do you and think you've taken that. some of that, those values with you when you have decided to do this new project? Absolutely, because it aligned with our own values. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been in pursuit of excellence uh, mm-hmm. for a very long period of time since we started our company. And uh, Five Guys certainly stood for that. And uh, in Chula, and that's what I hope uh, when you walk in, you will experience from start to finish and mm-hmm. you'll want to come back again. So what made you decide to pick the neighborhood that you did for this organization? What an extraordinary neighborhood, right? Um, We love uh, that community. It's an emerging community. We love the fact that we can uh, service so many diverse backgrounds. That's really exciting. So (laughs) I can't even imagine what it would take to to create a concept and then put something together. And where do you go from there? How does it, how do you actually create this business? Who Do you have to talk to investors? What's the next step once you get that business plan together? So um, we went through this, uh, you know, whole journey with Five Guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 2011, we took a look back and we've done everything from um, cooking on the grill oh, to wow. running the stores uh, and actually developing people. Um, mm-hmm. We are in the business of actually self-actualizing people, we think, starting with ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's been a journey of self-development from the beginning. And so once we look back in 2011, we had a dozen stores and we had an extraordinary team 
And uh, that's when we formed our mission, vision, and values. So when you walk into a Chula, you'll see the mission, vision, and values actually on the wall. Mm -hmm. We don't want them to be just words. We want them to be actually something we live and aspire to mm. be every day. And uh, once we created that, our vision is to transform the quality of lives of everyone we touch. Mm. And for that, we needed a large platform. Yeah. And we that's when we started. And uh, we looked at other possibilities to add on to our portfolio. Mm -hmm. Kept coming back to the love for Indian. Mm -hmm. And now when we looked around, it was amazing. The world had shifted uh, since 2003. And everywhere we looked, Indian was hot. And we uh, actually journeyed uh, to Europe, England particularly. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we also went to Asia. We went to the Middle East. Everywhere we saw this was time. Mm -hmm. uh, so we decided to um, put all our efforts into creating this concept. Why was it time, do you think? So I think uh, the palettes um, have become more adventurous, more mm -hmm. bold. Even when you look at the young audience, mm -hmm. we have a lot of young following. It's amazing, even kids. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think we have gotten more adventurous as a population. Hmm. Yeah. And so when you're, when you're doing a fast casual, I think, Sometimes, you know, you worry about uh, keeping the authenticity of the cuisine, but also having keeping within the confines of you know you have to produce it quickly. You have to you know your audience, your your customers expect it to be produced in a certain amount of time. It's but so how do you? I know there's that's always a little bit of a struggle to you know how do you keep the authenticity of the cuisine? How do you keep it you know so that it doesn't become too generic or too you know um, cookie cutter? What are, what are some of the things that you do to make sure that this is an Indian food that is going to taste like any Indian restaurant you would go to and sit down and have a meal that you can take it to go, but it's going to be authentic Indian. So how do you, what are the steps you have to take to make sure that's... You know, you uh, made a very important point. Authenticity is very critical to us. Yeah. Um, so how do you be authentic and yet be accessible? Yeah. That was our biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. And we believe we have cracked the code on that. Uh, the architect of all our recipes... Uh, is of uh, Indian origin. Mm -hmm. uh, she is, uh, her heritage is from Punjab, mm -hmm. uh, which is where most of her cuisine is from. Mm -hmm. And uh, she is extraordinary. First yeah. of all, she's a magician. Uh, <laughs> we actually make our own spice blends. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And That's cool. uh, I think there's a big element of having those uh, spices that are not sitting on the shelf for two years, right? A lot yeah. of times you'll see um, shelf lives of one and a half, two years mm -hmm. on packets. Yeah. But us making our own uh, spice blends actually is a very important element to why there is craveability to our food. People, yeah. Let's talk back up that. a little bit though. And uh, let's talk a little bit about your passion for your cuisine in general. You know, when you think of food, you think of memories, you think of family, Home. you know, you think mm -hmm. of all of these things when you smell something that triggers something from your childhood, right? This, these conversations that happen over the dinner table, trying to recreate that for families in this space. Did you pull from any of your own childhood favorite dishes or things that really stuck on your heart as a, as a young person? Absolutely. Pretty much the entire menu. Would reflect <laughs> That's that. like a love letter, right? Yes, it is a love letter. And uh, what's really cool is that um, the name Chula mm -hmm. is uh, derived from Sanja Chula, which okay. means community oven. And Love in that. in the old days, actually, families used to gather around uh, an oven in the community. It made a lot of sense. Uh, you you know, 
consumed fuel as a common element. Mm -hmm. You saved a lot. And uh, you got together and exchanged news, stories, cooked together, Mm -hmm. um, shared joys and sorrows together. And uh, we have community tables in front of our beautiful tandoors. When you walk in, you'll see these gorgeous tandoor ovens. And they are behind these glass walls, uh, floor-to-ceiling walls. And you can see us cook. And uh, you will sit right in front of the, on the community table, like the old days, except you don't have to cook. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you let us do the cooking. And, Leave us uh, the professionals. Yes. Yeah. So um, there is that element. And then when it came to the food in fast casual format, you don't put 14-page menus together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's one big element. How do you take those dishes mm-hmm. that would be those everyday meals and uh, uh, the taste of home, right? Mm-hmm. And we have, we get letters. And notes, um, one young lady said our food reminded her of her grandmother's cooking. Oh, man. That's like the best compliment. That is the best. Yeah. 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 And so things like that, that just makes her day. Uh, We have so many people. There's one gentleman on a Yelp review wrote that he had a ratatouille moment. Remember that movie? Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So that gives us a lot of heart. And you'll uh, come to a restaurant, you will see a lot of. Indian uh, origin patrons, so you know. Which that, that's the seal of approval. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, yeah. whenever, you, you know, those those people that have experienced this growing up, whenever they're at that kind of a restaurant, yeah, right, that's, legit. then you know it's legit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're absolutely right. And we're so blessed to have the word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, same thing is true for people who have never tried Indian food. They'll tell us. This was the first time and it was amazing. Do you get uh, a lot of that that people maybe feel intimidated or feel like it's, you know, they're not, they're not sure what to expect? Do you, you know, get a lot of people coming in and this is their first experience? We get quite a few. Huh, and uh, that's why we uh, don't have cashiers. We have guest ambassadors <laughs> and their biggest job is to educate mm. um, our food. That's so interesting. And so what's the thing that they're most nervous about? Because I know the first time I sat down in an Indian restaurant, I was like, it's going to be too spicy. I'm not, you know, tempered enough. I'm too... You know, I'm too much of a wimp. I'm not going to be able to handle it because I know Indian food is very it's curry. It's very spicy. It's very, you know, for an American audience, maybe not as acclimated. So is that something that they're nervous about or intimidated about? What's kind of a question You articulated ask? it <laughs> okay. perfectly, right? Um, we hear that while it's um, – and, and the term spicy is often – uh, associated yeah. with a lot of heat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Indian food is about flavors, not fire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mom didn't wake me up in the morning and say, on a scale of one to ten, how spicy <laughs> would you like your breakfast, right? right. That wasn't how uh, it was uh, <laughs> right. ever the case. Um, but the point is that how do you get mm. uh, food that is highly flavorful? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, at the same time, for those patrons who want to have really, really, uh, hot, you know, they want to spice it up. Sure. We have uh, amazing uh, hot sauces on our condiment station, and we also have diced green chilies for mm. uh, the extreme cases. Who really want to spice yeah. it up. So you were talking a little bit about education as part of a key component, you know, of your business, but your mind goes, at least for me, it goes to McDonald's or Wendy's or or big box stores that maybe haven't always put health first. And is that, why is that an important part of this? So, you know, it's very interesting. Fast casual is often confused with uh, quick service like McDonald's and really fast casual is about getting a premium quality food uh, like Chipotle did food with integrity, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Or Panera. uh, And you get your food. um, It's not fast food. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's premium ingredients made to order Mm -hmm. uh, kind of food typically Mm -hmm. at a price point that is very affordable for a family of four 
to be able to go out multiple times, right, a week on uh, that into that particular restaurant. So for us, ingredients are everything. Mm-hmm. We're very obsessive. Uh, so Bell and Evans chicken, for example, mm-hmm. and Faroe Island salmon. Uh, we have our own paneer cheese that is made by the Amish. To our recipe, we taught them wow. uh, how to make that because we wanted the freshest mm-hmm. uh, cheese that we could get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the next best thing to being making it at home or ourselves, and uh, so things like that became uh, very, very critical for us. So as far as health goes, we love that play, healthful mm-hmm. uh, food. So we have a menu item uh, called the perfect balance. So it is uh, your, um, you know, choice of protein, uh, veggies cooked in our tandoors, and then it has half portion of rice, and uh, you can have brown rice if you like, mm-hmm. and then half masala, which is our sauces. So it it's such a great blend. It's uh, high protein, high veggie, right? Mm-hmm. But, and you don't have to feel guilty sure. about the carb side of things. So definitely the spices alone are amazing um, in terms of, you've heard of turmeric, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then ginger. There's mm-hmm. just so much goodness to the well, food. a lot of these spices in and of themselves, turmeric has a lot of anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. properties, right? Yeah. Ginger's really good for digestion. So yes. a lot of the cooking of this part of the world is just naturally support it and make sure the body yeah yeah exactly exactly and we love to play on that and Mm -hmm. when you walk into our store you'll see our wholesome ingredients listed um behind our guest ambassadors uh, at the beverage counter and you'll see uh, a lot of information that we love to share what are you hoping this will spark not just in pittsburgh but as a collective you know with with people's consciousness you know you're hearing these things happening more and more where people are really working towards I want it flavorful, but I also want to be healthier. We know more than we did 30 years ago. We know more than we did 10 years ago. So are you hoping that you are going to be a part of that movement in that direction? We certainly hope uh, that, and we get very excited when we hear uh, the conversation on eating healthier and at the same time, eating wonderful flavors, right? Right. Mm. It doesn't have to be tasteless. It doesn't have to be that insipid thing that Mm -hmm. may have been the case a long time ago. Uh, Now, healthy is actually uh, very tasty, very fun, very whimsical. Uh, It has a lot more connotation of something that I want to go back to over and over again. So India is such a plethora of, you know, cultures and communities. So it's hard to just nail down one type of cuisine. But I know that vegetarian cuisine plays a large role within those subcultures. Do you have vegetarian options as well? Yes. And we are very much with the times. We have a lot of gluten-free options, Mm -hmm. vegetarian, vegan. uh, You know, there are people who want grain-free options. So we have lots of options. So when somebody walks in with a specific diet, um, I'd hope at Chula you'd find uh, something that you'd really enjoy. What's your favorite dish? You know, it's funny. I used to think it was our veggie biryani, which I still love. <laughs> uh, and uh, there is this uh, dish uh, called uh, the pav bhaji, uh, which is very unique. Uh, it's like a veggie stew, mm-hmm. chock full of goodness. Uh, and then there is there's this toasted buns that go with that. It's like a sloppy joe for vegetarians. That's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so tell me, you were mentioning before about your tandoors. What is, makes uh, a, a oven or cooking device an authentic tandoor? Like how do you... What sets that apart from just a standard oven? Because it's a very specific way of cooking, right? Sure. So if you look at that, the inside is cylindrical Mm -hmm. and it's uh, ceramic. And the temperature goes up to 600 degrees uh, inside. Mm -hmm. And uh, what you will find is tandoori cooking is one of the 
healthier forms of cooking yeah. uh, that there is because you suspend skewers uh, in the middle. It's not touching any surface. Mm. So you don't really baste anything, right? If it was touching a grill, you'd baste it. Right. Um, but there's really no need uh, for any additional uh, thing to separate the skewer right. from the surface. And then the heat surrounds uh, the proteins and the cheeses and the vegetables. And it sears the outside beautifully, locking in the juices. And a lot of the fat often drips uh, and melts to the bottom. So it's one of the juiciest chicken that you'll find or the most amazing salmon uh, and uh, paneer. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, that is what's special about uh, tandoori cooking. Yeah. The other aspect is the breads. Mm. We slap the breads to the sides of the tandoor. And it's fun and magical to watch it puff up. And as they, you'll find people with their noses against the glass walls <laughs> in our stores. Do it. Do it. And so what is on the menu so far? What are people, maybe people who are new to Indian cuisine, what's the thing that they're like surprised or that they really, they like the most? So you mentioned earlier that uh, sometimes the fear is this curry thing. Mm -hmm. What is it? Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, what's amazing is they discover that, wow, I can have sauces that I can relate to. Our tikka mm -hmm. masala sauce, right? And they can relate to chickpea. Uh, it has amazing flavors yeah. and uh, it just pops in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, so we like to do tastings whenever possible for first-time guests. So they have a sense for what those are. Yeah. And it's amazing when they come back and say, wow, I can relate to that. This is something that, uh, you know, my palate is appreciative of. Mm -hmm. So that's been the fun part, is educating them. That curry was something that was a singular definition for pretty much anything uh, with gravy yeah. in India, right? Yeah. And so, and there's not just a single curry powder. Right. Really, there's so many, many, you know, spice blends. Yeah. Uh, so for us, that has been a fun part to be able to share with our uh, guests. Yeah, it's not just one. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. So what is, you've opened the location in East Liberty. It's going well. Do you have plans to do other ones? Or are you going to focus on the East Liberty one for now? Um, we'd love to uh, share as much chula as we can oh, yeah. with the world. Uh, so uh, time will tell. Um, yeah. At the moment, we're busy absorbing Pittsburgh. It's like I just asked her if you're going to run for office. You're going to, you know, you're going to run for re-election. <laughs> oh, I haven't made up my mind yet. <laughs> so it's a very good uh, diplomatic answer there. So, yeah. You know, uh, it's uh, amazing. I um, We're big believers in blessings from the universe that mm -hmm. show up when we do the right things. So our focus is uh, on delighting every guest that walks through our doors. Mm -hmm. And then automatically, I think other doors open when you do the right things. Yeah. What, what have you learned from, you were talking about self-actualization. So this has been quite a journey, right? Going from the tech world and then having a, a failed, so to speak, you know, franchise moment and then having a successful one and now opening really your own baby. What have you learned about yourself through that whole journey so far? You know, um, what the biggest lesson is that, you know, there's lots more to learn. <laughs> right yeah. uh, just when you think you got something yeah. something new shows up right. and that's true the moment as long as we can be lifelong learners and uh, you know help everyone reach their highest potential in our team uh, the journey is a lot of fun uh, so uh, and I can't imagine uh, doing anything else because of that because it's so joyful uh, so that's the biggest lesson is and uh, we also learned that every human being can achieve anything. And we have mm -hmm. found that amongst many of our team members. We have had hourly team members become area directors. Wow. Um, so we have a lot of growth from within mm -hmm. in our team. Mm -hmm. And that comes from an, a human being. A growth is one of our values. 
when a human being constantly grows, um, just is magical to watch. I guess that's the biggest satisfaction. It's amazing. Yeah. So how did you come to Pittsburgh? Because I wonder, Pittsburgh has a, um, a, a rather large Indian um, population of Indian Americans and of, of people who have come here to study or people who have settled here. Uh, that has grown, you know, even since 2003 when you first came up with this idea. So I wonder if could this, um, would this have been successful in another city that maybe didn't have such a strong identity as having a, an Indian population? Do you think that this is a unique thing that happened because Pittsburgh was able to support it at this, at this time? So I think uh, Chula is for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just uh, specifically for any clientele. Sure. Anyone who loves great food mm -hmm. uh, and great atmosphere wants to experience something that is highly craveable. That's sure. something that uh, Chula would be a great place for them. Um, Pittsburgh is my home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been my home since 1991, and I went to Carnegie Mellon for mm -hmm. my MBA. So I love this city. We just waited to find the right location here. Yeah. Uh, and the timing happened to be now mm -hmm. uh, with the location in East Liberty. And we think um, that uh, Pittsburgh rocks, just, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, um, You're not biased or anything. No, not at all. <laughs> well, not at you've all. been here through some time. Yes. I mean, 91 is no joke. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you've seen it. Yes. Where, you know, it's really yeah, changed evolution. a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's so rewarding to see mm -hmm. what Pittsburgh's become. There was that time when we worried about mm -hmm. a lot of migration of youngsters. Mm -hmm. And it's so great to see us becoming the city of choice. Mm. Uh, I always felt it should be the city of choice, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. now it's great to see the world agrees yeah. that this is the city of choice. Uh, so Pittsburgh's a very special place. Yeah. Um, unlike anything else, I think. Yeah. Um, so we're very um, clear on that. And then uh, I think this is something, Chula, uh, is something that appeals to people from all over the United States. We get uh, notes from people from L.A. who visit or New York who visit, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So I think it's uh, because it's with the times. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it hasn't lost its uh, roots, uh, very connected to the roots. Yeah. So in that sense, it's timeless. Um, so we feel that, um, uh, very blessed that there's so much adoption. Fantastic. I'm so like, well, now I want to go, go and right eat. Now. I know. Can we just wrap this up now so we can <laughs> go have I'm lunch? I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we look forward to visiting yes. Tula in East Liberty and checking out all of the amazing cuisine. And I'm excited because as a vegan, because yeah. I have to throw that in at least once during every show at some Seriously. point. Um, I'm very excited to come and check it out and see what you have to offer. And I love Indian food. So I'm really looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much. And we will definitely be seeing you very soon. Yes. Thank <laughs> if you not later so today. Much. Thank you so much, <laughs> This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.